0: Steve Spears has you fooled. He cherishes True for all the wrong, dastardly reasons, the main one being that the song reminds him of his days as a high school hound and his hairy, knuckled pursuit of wide-eyed freshman co-eds. During those True Whos, no one can hear you scream. (laughs) Travel back in time to the 80s. Reliving the bravado. That's
1: right, that's right, we're bad. Uh, 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 The bosses.
0: You're a sexist, egotistical, lying, hypocritical bigot.
1: So I have a few faults, who doesn't? Is that any reason to kill me?
0: And the beverages. I'm a little slow today, I just switched to sangha, so have a heart.
1: Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Can you say stuck in the 80s? Hey, welcome to Stuck in the 80s. This is your host, your old buddy, Steve Spears from TampaBay.com, and with me is my, uh... Go ahead, say it. (laughs) Say it.
0: Corpulent? Is that what you (laughs) want to say? That's a good one. Amiably fat? Obese? (laughs) Grotesque? (laughs)
1: My friend, Sean Daly, pop music critic of the St. Petersburg Times. Hi, Steve.
0: It's good to be here.
1: Hey, we're playing a little bit of uh, Men Without Hats here, a rare uh, tune, if you will. Pop Goes the World. And uh, the reason we're playing it, it was a song we referred to in a couple episodes ago, and I wish I had it to play then, and I didn't, so I play it today instead.
0: And Sean, salute the fans. That's exactly what <laughs> kind of clock- clockwise nips. <laughs> and you know who's missing today is uh, is uh Kathy Waz, essentially because she was not invited. <laughs> no, that's not true. We just had to uh our, our very busy schedules did not allow it, we
1: had to, to kind of squeeze this one in here. Yeah. Usually we're squeezing one out, but today we squeezing one out. <laughs>
0: As well, our salute to fans, uh, we're going to be name-dropping like crazy. Here's one, Daniel Deese. Yeah, that's just our first one. Yeah,
1: we miss Daniel. But he's nice and warm now, comforted by the uh, sweatshirt, trench coat, t-shirt. Pajamas and hat I had to send him to make up for your uh, mispronunciation (laughs) of his name. That's right. But anyway, we've got – what has happened over the last year that we've been doing the podcast is we get a lot of uh, reader phone calls to our voicemail line. And you hear a lot of them. We use them for our fan greetings because they always end with the word stuck in the 80s. I'm stuck in the 80s. But we have a lot of people who called and just kind of left, you know – Unusual messages or fun messages or show suggestions and I've saved them over the course of a year and we'll we'll hear some of those today. And we'll Has anyone to... ever propositioned you like, you know, Steve, I want you to be stuck in me.
0: Yeah. corn Dog <laughs> No. Really? Come
1: on. No. Has
0: anyone ever hinted that, that they'd like to maybe, you know Has
1: it happened to you? Man, are, you, you man, to, man, are you trying to are you trying to goad me into man, asking man, you the same man. question? No. <laughs> I
0: was just kinda curious. You got a lot there's a lot of stuff you don't share with me. You rarely uh, forward the fan mail to me and that's probably because it's I only so forward rare the nice anyway. ones to
1: you. That's why you only get really? a couple.
0: Really? Yeah. Are you saving
1: some doozies? <laughs>
0: that Sean is a no good piece of bloop.
1: No, actually there's a lot of people who say that if you're not on the show they don't want to listen.
0: I don't believe it. <laughs> I don't believe it.
1: After this show they'll they'll be wrong indeed.
0: But yeah, we got some uh, what some of these messages coming up are from Germany. Yeah. It's strange a lot. Finland Finland. Norway, perhaps? Uh, we'll just have to see. Mama, no. <laughs> I would love to get back in touch with Trina her. Strum from, from Grorud. Grorud. If you can track her down,
1: that'd be the great guest. My, My half-naked Norwegian host sister, Trina. That would Trina. be a good one. Mama, no. We were talking the other day, in fact, saying what an ideal episode would be is if we could actually get some of our ex I want Natalie Diffenbaugh on here. I'm I want to hash it out.
0: Because there's a d- lot of hurt feelings... Might be some kids floating around there I don't know about. <laughs> That'd be it. Yeah, yeah. Drink, drink.
1: But uh, uh, but yeah. One of these days, we're going to track down our ex-girlfriends thanks to the magic of the internet. We're going to call them, and we're going to have them on the show. We plumish. But in the meantime, uh, let's take our first... Uh, you didn't just do an Elmer Fudd impression, <laughs> did you? God, you
0: are spiraling the madness, my friend. <laughs> hey, let's hit us with one. Come on. Let's hear it.
1: Hey there. This is Emmett Brown. Uh, but you can call me Doc, and I gotta tell you, Marty. Great Scott! I'm stuck in the '80s. Okie okay, okay. <laughs> Oh my God! What the hell is that? I think that's uh, that's one of our listeners. In fact, I think we have another call from him later on. Who? I think that was a call he sent in for our uh, Back to the Future show. You remember that one? Oh, yeah, I we got know, a, we uh, got some. That grease. was a great Don Knotts impression. <laughs> I think it sounds more like Jim from Taxi than it does Christopher Lloyd from uh, Wow.
0: He really did. And was that our music or his? No, that's his music. Wow, he, he
1: did it up right. You got to appreciate the effort.
0: The, um, <laughs> we're gonna hear from him later. What,
1: well, what's horrible about that show is we spent a lot of time getting ready for that Back to the Future show, and then you did, but then and then after we were done, we had all these angry emails from people saying, "I can't believe you didn't mention you know Crispin uh, Clover. and I can't believe you didn't mention. You know, so you know, the guy who played Biff. But uh, you know, that's a hard movie to do. There's, there's a lot of people love that movie for a lot of different reasons. And but uh, we got through it. You know, we'll be fine. Well, who's next? I thought that was a good one. That was a good episode. I'm stuck in the 80s. Give us another reader. Hey, this is Konrad from Berlin, and I'm just like you. I am stuck in the 80s. Now,
0: would you please make a podcast about New Wave? Or I'm going to get really angry. Goodbye. <laughs> that's like your neighbor. That guy's not from
1: Germany. I don't know.
0: Actually, <laughs> who is we, it? We are just, just doing, doing no, a bunch I'm of doing, crappy impressions. I
1: have got better things to do with my time. Well, not really. But no, uh, you don't actually. <laughs>
0: you're a sad, lonely man.
1: That, and that's and that, but Conrad brings up one of the great arguments of the uh, podcast that we have a lot of times, which is what Conrad. Kind of, who? Where's he from? Germany. Come on. Who's Conrad? I, I'm. I'm just. I just people call. I record. But uh, it brings up the argument, though, that we have a lot of times, which is what kind of music to focus on? Should we be focusing more on the new wave of the 80s, or should we be focusing more on the... uh,
0: How do you pick... I I really... I don't even know. How do you decide on topics?
1: Combination of things. You know, just what we're in a mood for, primarily. Do you dream
0: topics? You just come in and tell me, Sean, this week we're we're, we're talking about You know what? It's it's like I'll
1: I'll be driving into work, and I'll hear a song on the radio, and I'm like, oh my God, I haven't thought about that band, and... Fifteen years, and then you get that real cool buzz about them, and you just you just want to do them. What's happening, hot stuff? <laughs> uh it's not going to sound good in the sound bites. <laughs> I'm
0: going to take off my sunglasses. It's not working. We need to connect more.
1: Yeah, that's great.
0: <laughs> um, You're creeping me out. New wave show, but see, my complaint would be that there's too much of that stuff. Like, I I'd I like to focus on different parts of the '80s. Yeah.
1: But there's a, a lot it's of new, a big decade. There are a lot of new wave and punk bands we haven't done yet. And we were, we're going to. Don't worry about when it. When are
0: we going to do our Tales, uh, Tales from the Gold Monkey
1: episode? <laughs> I still don't know what that is. So. Oh, I'm great. real bad about that stuff. I, I don't know what it was about TV in the 80s. I mean, unless it happened in the early 80s, before I went to college. About
0: remember. Facts of Life. Let's do a whole episode dedicated to Tootie's boobs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're supposed to actually be getting an uh, interview with Molly Ringwald pretty soon. Oh, come on. Really? No, seriously. Does she,
0: I thought she hates all this 80s crap.
1: No, she's uh, but she's touring right now with that, oh, uh, that she's, place, Sweet Charity, I think it's yeah. called. And, um, you love Molly Ringwald. Oh,
0: God, are you kidding me? Who would you rather do, Ringwald or uh, Patty Smythe? Uh, I guess Ew, Ringwald. It? Ringwald? Yeah. You're imagining a Steve sandwich right now, <laughs> aren't you? You know, just now I really felt how much you like me. I'm probably zoning in on my brain waves or something. Well, not really. I
1: felt it on my leg. Well, yeah. Don't even get me started on this. All we're going to do is record 10 minutes of stuff I can't use.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, go. All right, let's hear another reader. How many? we got a ton of them. Let's keep going through.
1: Hey, guys. This is Jeff in Buffalo, New York. And I am still stuck in the 80s. Just want to tell you guys, you guys have a great show. And uh, it is a lot of fun. Found it on iTunes. And I'm uh, waiting for that... Um, that uh, big hair bands, um, big hair bands podcast. Def Leppard, uh, Rat, <laughs> you know Poison. Bring those back. Bring bring us a big hair band podcast. Take care, guys. Thanks a lot. Bye.
0: <laughs> what was that reader's name or listener's name? Jeff. Uh, actually, we're waiting uh, to do our hair band story because in a couple weeks, a couple Sundays from now, I have a big feature. Uh, in uh, in the paper about when I um, I went on tour with Poison and Cinderella and I followed them from Tampa to West Palm Beach and back to Orlando and I hung out with the fans and I got flashed, I got uh, shown boobies, I had to wrangle groupies at one point, so I think Steve and I were talking about maybe waiting for that to come out and then maybe try to tie it into the story is that right Steve? Is that correct? Yeah, that's a good idea Yeah, it would be good, but I love Rat too Steven Piercy is my favorite hair metal singer I, lo- I was a big Rat fan
1: You want to hear a rat song right now?
0: Yeah, you got one? Really? Is that the surprise? Yeah. Yeah, lay it down, Steve. Just lay down, Steve. Whatever happens, Kathy's not here. Uh, I love it. Yeah, the hair metal thing. I absolutely agree. And I've been because you were never a hair metal guy, and I've been bugging, bugging you about doing that. But that'll be fun. My story will come out, and we'll tie it in, and we'll get Brett Michaels on the phone. Can we?
1: <laughs> hey, I
0: can do anything. I'm the <laughs> magic man, Steve. <laughs> oh, but that's a good idea, hair metal. I'd much rather do hair metal than new wave. Really? Yeah. I, I didn't really get along to new wave kids in school. They scared me. I've talked about this before. <laughs> I know they were mocking me. They, they lurked. And the thing was, I wasn't necessarily a jock or a nerd or the new wave or a stoner. I was a floater.
1: <laughs> I floated. You were a floater. All <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoy your singing talents. Uh-oh. What's this all
0: about? I love ah, uh, yeah, I'll sing it.
1: <laughs> what you, you, throw out some requests. What's really funny, though, is that over the course of the last... Um, Four or five episodes, you know. As, as we as we record these shows, I don't think everyone realizes this. We're we're recording them, and then we we listen to the song through our headphones, and then we come back and and uh, record some more. But um, the microphone keeps rolling the whole time, so whatever we're saying gets recorded, even though we end up chopping it out on the final cutting floor. What'd you do? Uh, so, I've, I went through the uh, archives and I picked up a few pieces of, uh, some singing, uh, over the last, uh, couple months and I put it together it's, this is a Steve tribute to Sean. And actually, actually, I take, you're only in one of them, but it's, it's still, it's humiliating and, uh, but anything for the readers. Now, I want my share, can't you see? <laughs> Because you ain't worth the salt, salt in my tears. <laughs> okay, ready? Ba 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 ba. Okay.
0: Uh-oh. Good times anytime you need a favor. I told you. Uh, how about lay it down? well lay it down. Do you have it? You have lay it, it I got like six different things. Lay it down is okay. awesome. Don't play round and round. Play lay it down. Okay, that's fine. I'll be over. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was uh, Spando Ballet's True. or oh, we're humming along. True.
0: God, now I I got to talk about that. Steve and I had a blog battle, an old-fashioned, a old blog battle. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I guess last week, and uh, I think True is the worst song of all time, and I'm serious about that. I'm serious about that. I really do think uh, it is the worst, and you loved it. I do. And uh, we both kind of went back, and I mean, fighting. Fighting. I say it sucks, you say it's brilliant. And so many of your minions, your rah-rah, candy-ass 80s minions came to your defense and the defense of that crappy song, even though I smoked you. I smoked you in the blog battle. You I'm going re- to close. Now I'd like to read an excerpt from my put-down of Spandau Ballet. Are you ready? Feel free. Herewith, one long vitriolic reason why Spandau Ballet's true is the worst song of all time by Sean Daly. I've been calling true the worst song of all time ever since that pungent turd floated to the top of the punch bowl in 1983. My pals will routinely break into a wobbly, warbly true just for the knee-slapping thrill of watching my ears bleed. The ballad, the sonic equivalent of getting to third base with a wet British robot, is dull and grating and so incredibly wussy, especially that true hoo torture crap-fest end. Why do you find it hard to write the next line? Because your song sucks. (laughs) And that's just a bit. And yet, and yet, your fans, these stuck-in-the-80s people, they went crazy. I don't even know if they read my blog. They were so in love with you. And then one woman on your blog says, I was going to agree with
1: Sean, but Steve, you're so persuasive. (laughs) Oh, here it is. Yeah. Who said that? Sherry. I read Sean Daly's blog and came over here to proclaim Spando Ballet, A Gang of Sissy Men. Until I read Steve's argument for the classic. Dang you and your persuasive writing. While I wouldn't say it's an all out classic, I can't go as far as painful. Just its conclusion <laughs> is the wedding singer is reason enough to, to oh, save it from painful designation. This round goes to Spears. Oh, my God. Nice.
0: Steve Spears has you fooled. He cherishes True for all the wrong, dastardly reasons. The main one being that the song reminds him of his days as a high school hound and his hairy, knuckled <laughs> pursuit of wide-eyed freshman coeds. During those True Whos, no one can hear you scream. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's—I mean—the the allegiance to you of these people, got you know, yeah, man, nice. it's just they—they they love you. you, know?
1: you want to pimp your blog address? Pimp? Let's let's pimp them both. Yeah, mine's at
0: blogs.tampabay.com/slash/pop uh, music, and mine's slash '80s. Slash
1: 80s. So and you can see the rest um, of the fine times offerings of blogs at that scene, right, Your
0: right? blog's great. I mean, your blog is great. It, it really is. I mean, Steve devotes a ton of time to it and uh, he loves all you guys and he loves the show. However, I smoked his ass <laughs> on the Spandau Ballet thing and I'm still pissed off about that. We
1: love to have blog battles. It's, uh, Sean and I are the only two people here who do that anymore where we, we pick an issue and take different sides. And we did it a few weeks before this one where we took Gogo's ben, and the Bangles. Go versus Bangles and you took Gogo's and I took Bangles. I smoked you on that one too. Nah,
0: everyone agrees I beat you. <laughs> However, in your defense, we, bo- s- we both like the Go Go's and we both like the Bangles, and we just kind of decided that Steve actually, even though, would you say you actually like the Go Go's more? Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I feel like I can make a pretty good
1: argument for the Bangles, and that's why I picked him.
0: But I love the Spandau Ballet one because I really, really, really? hate that song. I, I just don't care. I it. mean, that, is, that, is, that was What's pure. Wrong with it? I mean, I really, I mean, it's terrible. It's limp wristed and wussy and
1: c- caca, <laughs> it's, it's wooing music. Wooing
0: music, <laughs> Ted Bundy's wooing music. <laughs> Jeez, All man. right, let's move on. Uh, yeah, let me give me that. Let's hear another caller. How about that? Sounds good.
1: Hello, this is Dennis from Moscow, Russia. You guys are hosting the best podcast in the world. I'm still waiting for podcasts about um, Talking Heads and Brad's scare movies. <laughs> uh, I'm was born in 1984, but still. Totally stuck in the eighties. Cheers.
0: Now, see, I believe that guy. Yeah. Is yeah. in fact, I actually think he's like hovering above the Earth and like <laughs> Sputnik One right now, when he called that in. That uh, that's great. Now, what do you say he wants Talking Heads, which is a great idea, and he
1: wants us to do a show about Red Scare movies, which we've talked oh, about. Oh, Red we've Scare! That is a great. That. That's actually a that really lot.
0: smart topic.
1: Yeah, far too smart for me. But we have talked about doing that one a lot. We talked about let's. See, that would include Red Dawn,
0: Red Heat with Belushi, oh, and uh, that was on
1: the other day on cable. <laughs> Schwarzenegger. I, I see. it. He goes on the watch it. at the I end. Savored I savored lo- it. That was <laughs> <laughs> like, you're kind of like a young jump or a Jim Belushi uh, in some parts I'm like a very old <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's great the Red Jim Scare Lushy. movies is, is is a great idea in well, fact it's... Reagan we could do a whole thing on Reagan Ugh.
1: my fellow Americans I'm pleased to tell you today that I've signed legislation that will outlaw Russia forever we begin <laughs> bombing in five minutes talk about turd and it's punch bowl yeah but uh no, that's a good idea. I, mean, I think uh what would Top Gun would probably have to qualify.
0: Defense Department regrets to inform you that your sons are dead because they were stupid.
1: Although Top Gun deserves its whole its its own episode.
0: Well yeah, Rambo uh part three, right? What was not Rambo three? Doesn't he battle uh the, yeah, the Russian guy? Isn't yeah. he like a, a, a Rusky and uh Afghanistan I think so I think that's what it is but that's a great idea any and that's Bond, a great phone any call Bond
1: movies any Bond movies would all be red that's scared. a
0: credit to you for getting a phone call from so far away it's
1: strange because over the over the last year I think we've you're so far away Steve we had a caller from uh, we had a fan from the Ukraine who sent us a Soviet era soccer jersey right and a lot of the music from the Soviet Union during the 80s and that was kind of cool too we'll play some of that music during the Red Scare I'm
0: going to shout out another fan's name Craig Cantardi. Craig Contardi Ah, uh, and Six two of them Six is my favorite Billski, oh Bill I'll be Bilski I'll get is Bilski the one from Bill Ricca I
1: don't know yes, all God. those Bilsky northern S- towns sound the same <laughs> to me. <laughs> they all do. I grew up in Florida I've lived there my whole you know, life Six
0: and I just had a little bit of a, 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 a little bit of a fight but we've made up and I uh, agreed that I was a little bit wrong it was, it was a comment I made about Patty Smythe and a, I apologize but Six is tough she's a tough one she's, she's one of our
1: favorites Yeah,
0: you gotta stay on her good side, though.
1: She's good. I don't want. (laughs) She's got a story about everything, though. Hey, speaking of fans from uh, across the world, a few weeks ago we did a show on one-hit wonders of 1983, and one of them was Peter Schilling's major Tom. And we made the point of saying, "Hey, this song was actually originally recorded in German, but we're going to play the uh, English version today because there's no way we're going to get our hands on the German version." One of our fans in Iceland. Wow. Actually sent me the German version of it. Do we have it right now?
0: Yep. Awesome.
1: That's really cool.
0: Yeah, that was cool. And it allowed me to do my gay robot dance (laughs) (laughs) at the beginning of it, too. Uh, That's really cool. Thank you very much for sending that in. So who is your favorite fan, then, if you had to name one? I'd probably name Six only because I'm afraid of her. No, Six (laughs) is a good one. Uh, Whoever gave me crap about Bill Ricca, I I thought that was kind of fun. Um, Who else? Who who are some good ones? Cantardi always good, even though his devotion to the show frightens me. Um... We used to have a big fan in the
1: Netherlands Denny I think it's pronounced Nether Regions, <laughs> who always wanted us to do a show on Toto and we haven't gotten around dun, dun, to doing dun, it dun, yet dun, 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 dun. and then I feel really bad because I was doing an interview on TV last week here and the guy asked me who was the most over what band from the 80s should have hung it up 12 years ago and he wanted a band that still toured around and I, I just froze and I was like Toto <laughs> yeah they're on tour right now yeah they're actually playing here in a couple weeks how many toto songs can you name uh hold hold the line yep africa two Uh, rosanna yep three um various (laughs) (laughs) e-greeting security badge
0: (laughs) uh i don't know if i can oh um was it uh what's the one that um michael mcdonald sang the back uh I'll be over. <laughs> <laughs> Valid. Oh, there's a future clip. I'll
1: get over you. I'll get over
0: you. And McDonald uh, sings the. I think that was Toto. He sings the background. Ah, yeah. I, I don't that's know. one. Of,
1: you know, there's a lot of shows that people request, and um, Toto's one. Obviously, hair metal we get a lot. I, I, my question is, can we actually do it as one genre? Or We have to break it up. To you gotta of, break you know, it up, baby. Break it up. Um, the Clash, people want a lot. That's good. That's a great one we should do. Uh, one we have, we started working on, but we haven't finished yet, is um, the movie Sid and Nancy. I that... <laughs> I know you don't like it, but I do. Kath, that's one for me and Kathy. Yeah, that is. And uh, Wall, the movie Wall Street. Green, for lack of a better word, is good we'll do one on that soon. oh that's a
0: good one we, I have that on DVD yeah I just bought it the other do you day. see
1: Daryl had naked in that is she nude I think in you Mall see her Street? butt I think you, see, you might see her butt I don't think you see her from the front do you want to see my butt right now yeah, yeah sure really yeah
0: alright <laughs> <gonna> <laughs> I was thinking about that I'm like wow it's kind of you know Kathy <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway. showed us
1: the navel ring she showed you the navel ring yeah
0: she's a lot more freeing in her sexuality around you she's very like me it's very you know she's almost like get thee to a nunnery it's the look in your eye. I you're
1: want to hear your, another
0: viewer. You're, we you're keep saying viewer and reader, but a listener. I want yeah, to hear another listener call. Understand? Hey guys, this is Jay Emmett from Cincinnati, Ohio. Just wanted to let you know that I love the show. Uh, caught one of the past episodes. Had to go back and download them all, and I am stuck in the '80s.
1: Jay Emmett was the uh, guy earlier
0: who did the. Uh, you know what? Back to the future. He sounds nothing like his impression, though. That's really good. So now I'm even more impressed by that Don Knotts impression. <laughs> but Jay Emmett, Emmett Brown, it's all starting to make sense, right? It's,
1: yeah. It's really cool because get, I get a lot of emails from people who say, I just now found your show, and I'm downloading every single one of them and listening to them, and I'm going to be bummed out when I get caught up and I won't have any more to listen to right away. I'm just like, that's why we're going to start doing three a week.
0: <laughs> oh, Was I supposed to make that announcement today?
1: <laughs> that would be great. I would have that would pretty much take seriously. Like we would time. be we would be out of stuff. We would have nothing, <laughs> you know. Now for our naked eyes show, <laughs> yeah, part, part a, three,
0: the,
1: <laughs> the later right, years, stuck in the
0: eighties on uh, the the neighbor or the neighbor and three's company, you know, <laughs> yeah.
1: Larry. Um, wow. Love Boat was Love Boat. That was eighties, right? Just part of it, yeah. I think God, we used the early eighties stuff. You know what I used to love about the Love Boat was it was such a formula. I mean you could almost plot like I love that. Five uh, minutes uh, the, into the show, everybody meets. Fifteen uh, minutes ha- that they're in love, twenty five. minutes. hour mark
0: pay. the half hour mark, that commercial, they all break
1: up. And yeah. when they'd all break
0: up, I'd know, Oh, I gotta go to bed soon. And then once they get back together again, I'd be like, pull on my PJs, you know? Yeah. It would suck. We yeah. gotta have a dynasty episode and I'll tell a really <laughs> body story. <laughs> You know what dynasty means to me, don't you? Oh yeah. I think I've announced it on the air before. Yes,
1: I? yes. Pamela Sue Martin. Yep, yep, Me likey. I have a really dirty story to tell about uh, when we do our police show in the. Company. Oh yeah, you, I've like, heard. I've heard whisperings of this filthy, filthy story. It's not. It's. It's everything you thought it would be. It's sting. would approve? Let's put it that way. Doesn't it doesn't
0: involve you with. Um, like uh, uh, with those little sandwich bags, right? Tape, taped <laughs> to your naked torso? Yes. <laughs> awesome.
1: All That's right, how, how many more? Do we have some more fan made. greetings?
0: Do we have any women? Do we have any female
1: fan greetings? I don't know. Play them on. Hello, this is Michael Meyer calling from Germany. I am stuck in the 80s with Der Kommissar. Don't turn around, oh, oh, oh. Der Kommissar is in town, oh, oh, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't think Michael
1: Myers. Oh, you like Michael Myers from Halloween. Yeah,
0: I watched uh I watched Halloween 2 and ho- Halloween 3 the other night and I scared the other- ever loving crap out of myself. I, wa- yeah. I I was like midnight. Halloween 3 does not have Michael Myers and of course That's season of the witch. But uh, I got the wind was roaring outside, and I looked outside after like watching these, and really like John Carpenter's music is in the back, and I looked outside, and our Halloween decorations were scattered all over the lawn. But I was like, "Screw that! I'm not going outside." Because I convinced myself that Michael Myers was in the back seat of my Mazda. <laughs> I really well, I, this, thats true. I'm like, I it totally freaked me out. Yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> Let's move on. Next call. Hi, Steve. This is Dennis from the northern part of Germany.
0: Love the podcast. Can't wait for new episodes to appear, and of course, I'm forever stuck in the '80s. Now, Steve, I gotta ask you. That's a that's a great call uh, from Germany. But I gotta ask: Do you coach these people on what to say when they call in? Like, is there a message? Like, you say you're stuck in the '80s.
1: I think people just kind of caught on. I think the very like the first two or three people that I, that called in, I did tell them end it with that. And yeah. then after that everyone hears it and they just kind of know it into it. It's
0: unbelievable and I've said this before and I'm being very earnest and sincere but it's unbelievable how well everyone does on these when they leave the messages. I hem and haul all, all the time on the show and but these people are so good. I mean, you know, even our non-English speaking well they speak English but, you know. Yeah, I'm an idiot. That's Was that, three, is that it,
1: three calls from Germany this show alone. Yeah. That's amazing. Keep them coming. Keep them coming.
0: Hey, Steve, I uh, want to do a little shout out to you guys. So here you go. Hi, this is Weldon from Goshen, Indiana, and I want my
1: MTV. Oh, no, wait, I want my Stuck in the 80s, because I am hopelessly stuck in the 80s.
0: You see what I'm talking about? That guy's doing a little, like, you know, freestyling and yeah. mixing and matching and, you know.
1: I think I think that was a call that we got when we were doing our show about the 25th anniversary of MTV. I think that's about because some of these calls go back like a year. Yeah, that's good. That was a fun episode. I remember. I remember we spent a ton of time getting ready for that show. And then we ended up getting Adam Curry as the uh, special guest. Remember?
0: Yeah, I, th- I don't think I was there
1: for. Yeah, uh, hey, you were for Curry. No, no, no yeah. You guys taped Curry separately. I
0: think then we tucked it in. I, I wasn't think, here for
1: Curry. I think the only one you did was
0: the. One. I interviewed Mark Goodman once for uh, when I was at the Washington Post for a Duran Duran story, and he was a he was an a hole. Yeah. So you, he yelled at me for not being punctual. He's <laughs> probably had a point. You not
1: have to be mean about it. <laughs> I'm sure I had a good who's, who's the worst? Who's the, who's the meanest person you've ever dealt with in an interview? In an interview? Uh, or in person.
0: Uh, I'm trying to think. You know, I, I was thinking, I, I just, I, I can tell the, I guess, tell the listeners that um, I just hung out with Robin Zander from Cheap Trick at a place called Harry's Bar on St. Pete Beach. And he brought his family with him. He has this beautiful family, a wife and the two kids. And Robin Xander and I we were drinking these drinks called yachts. And Xander's like, I'm getting another yacht and I'm like, What's going on? I gotta buy let me pay for it. You know, we're drinking these things and I'm thinking and by the end we're we both getting kinda looped. And I'm like, Xander, you crazy son of a bitch you know, like two buddies singing, you know. And uh, and I remember thinking, God, I have I have the best luck with people I, I you know, I interview. And I I, I guess, you know, um, I'm trying to think of who's been, like, really, really difficult. I mean, I've had people kind of blow me off. You know, when I interviewed Duran Duran, those guys were all great, except Simon was kind of being Simon, and Simon kept getting up, and he'd come back, and he had some beautiful answers for me, but as far as this hour chunk I was supposed to have with all of them, I think he was maybe there for 20 minutes. Yeah. But, uh, you know, God, I'm thinking, I mean, you know, I've had a, I've had a lot of success. You know, I went out and dealt, You know, hung out with John Mellencamp, and I've told that story before, and he's a notorious crank. But even he was really, really nice to me as well. So I've been pretty lucky as far as the people I've talked
1: to. The only, the only bad luck we've had with um, guests on our podcast is the people who have turned us down. And uh, it's always amusing to me why. Like, I think the first person we ever asked, and they approached us. It was um, Lisa, Wel- Welchel? Lisa Welch, the girl who played Blair on Facts of Life.
0: Oh, I love her.
1: Yeah. She, Her agent approached us saying, would you want to talk to her? She's got some new children's book out or something like that. And I said, yeah, definitely. I'd like to talk to her about what she's doing now. I'd like to talk to her about the facts of life and all that kind of stuff. And uh, as soon as I said facts of life – Boom! They were oh, just. I mean, what did they expect? I, they they just like, well, you know, she's not interested in talking about facts of life. And I'm like, well, what else does she? Have? I mean, why else would I want to talk to her? I mean, wh- you know, why would anyone even? And want then to- why would they approach you a show called
0: Stuck in the 80s? Would they, they? They think you're not going to talk about the 80s? Yeah, it was it was disappointing. And uh, so I, I was. Just we are to not to then. It. That's um. That's it. We are not having that episode about <laughs> Tootie's breasts. That
1: is just. That's not going to happen. But, I've been blown off by tons of people, but not necessarily in the 80s. The but. other person who blew us off recently, and they were real nice about it, I'll give them that. Was Joan Jett blew us off and said because she's touring right now in support of yeah. for new album Center. and uh, we I asked them for an interview, and they said, oh, she's just swamped with. know yeah, well, you probably if, if the show is actually called
0: "You Are Still Relevant," imagine <laughs> like all the uh, all no. the interviews. You well, could.
1: now every time I send an interview request, I I don't even mention the name of it anymore. I just kind of say I do a podcast about. You know the '80s and the people who lived through it and who are still relevant today. I almost kind of crafted that way, but uh, they were like, "No, she's really swamped." But, but you know, we we still want to support you, so they they sent us a few copies of her uh, new CD to give away during our contests. So yeah. that was cool. So I mean, I really don't have any horrible. I mean, Eddie Money. We were supposed to interview on the phone, and we just it was one of those things where I mean, every time we tried to find him, he went missing. But, uh, that's Eddie, Money.
0: that's what's, what was his name again? Eddie Moscow, Mahoney. <laughs> Mahoney, Edward Mahoney.
1: We'll have another chance with it, Mahoney, before it's, it's all said. All right, Maybe. hit us up, another call. Hey there, this is Walter Cox in Ridgeland, Mississippi, and I am hopelessly stuck in the 80s. Just a short note, telling you guys that, uh, really like the Stan Ridgway interview last week. The odd thing about it was just the day before, a friend of mine and I were reminiscing about the first videos we saw in the 80s, and he was talking about how, uh, Freaked out, he was by standing coming up out of the bowl of beans. Wow, that's the great, great Walter Cox. Yeah, we, we actually get a lot of emails from Walter. Walter and I. uh he's, he's, I think he's, Walter's yeah. been to my blog before. Yeah, he's great. The um, Walter might have voted for Spandau Ballet, though. <laughs> for true, <laughs> he should
0: have. Um, yeah, I interview. had that. I, I mean, I had talked about it being one of my uh, 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 scariest video memories. His face bursting through the beans. In fact, I tried to t- turn it off before it came on. I was not around for the Stan Ridgway interview, but a lot of people have talked about how great it was.
1: Yeah, Stan was fantastic. He might be my favorite interview because the way he could, you know, he weaves stories in his songs to begin with, and his interview is the same way. It's its like, you know, sit down by the fire with Uncle Stan and let him tell you a story about the 80s. It was, it was a lot of fun. I mean, I remember I was really intimidated going into it, but uh, he, he was just a nice guy to talk to. That's cool. What else we got? This is Rodney Welch of Elgin, South Carolina, Northeast High School St. Pete, class of 1976. And despite the fact that I've got 10 years on you guys, I'm so stuck in the 80s, you couldn't free me with a blowtorch. I love the show and I love the host. Or, as I like to refer to you guys, wasp, not wasp. Keep rocking and keep up the great work. Well, actually, according to Sean, I'm ten years older than you. (laughs) We haven't done that shtick in a while. Is
0: that no? Did you go to Northeast High?
1: Is that you? No, I didn't go to Northeast High. Um, Did Kathy Kathy, go there? Kathy went there, so so she knows this guy. No, no, she would. This he would have been. He would be like fourteen years older than her. But North Northeast High is actually right around the corner from my house. And uh, I work their football games a lot as a Kathy's referee. Kathy's
0: become a household name. Yeah, laws, she's the real star. Laws. That's she's all star. I am. I'm like somebody in parentheses. <laughs> we're just, the, we're
1: just, the, we're just the, her support staff. Yeah, we are. So, but that's okay. Hey, that's cool. I'm glad uh, someone will find a blowtorch for you and, and free you sooner or later. But Northeast uh, <laughs> <Portuguese> Class <laughs> of 1976. Wow, yeah, it's still there. They've completely rebuilt the school class since you were of 76, there.
0: 76, man. It's, so that you was, wouldn't uh, even
1: recognize the school anymore. Trust me.
0: He's approaching fifty. <laughs>
1: That was good. That was a good batch of uh, listener mail. I like that a lot. Yep. And we, um, like always, you can always call us and leave a message around the clock. It's toll free. Uh, the number is 866 And no one is actually writing that down, I realize. But if you go to our blog at Com, the number is the right there under where it says join the show. And, uh, you yeah, just and call and for Christ's
0: sakes, and- come to my <laughs> pop music site. Spears is killing me here with hits.
1: So, but we get some other fun episodes coming up. What yeah, we what do we doing? got coming up? The Police, we're going to do Synchronicity. We'll do, we're, 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 we're doing definitive albums of the 80s, and we did Thriller a little while ago. And that was a great, great show. And the w- album that, if we- you
0: haven't heard the Thriller show, check that yeah, out. Yeah, that's, that's definitely, that's really I think
1: that's still our best show ever. But the the album that dethroned Thriller on the top albums list back on the charts. <laughs> police synchronicity so oh, really good look, Lord. Look. what a year that was yeah i know i mean 83 all those iconic yeah. albums yeah the early 80s it was just one after another i was
0: at a uh, i was at a halloween party the other night with my really my failure my magnum pi costume <laughs> it was everyone someone's like oh are you a tourist i had everything i had the hat hawaiian shirt lay mustache i taped on chest hair because the daily man can't generate um ex- you know body hair we're like por- pie, porpoises <laughs> Uh, and uh, and then the guy you a Taurus. I'm like, no, I'm Magnum P.I. And then another guy comes up to me and says, oh, you're Tony Soprano. I'm like, Tony Soprano? What, because I'm fat? <laughs> Soprano didn't have a mustache on? I'm furious. I don't know, yeah. How did I even start doing that? Oh, but I was at a party, and I was like the last one to leave, and I put on Michael Jackson. And I was just kind of like dancing to Michael Jackson. By myself. <laughs> right, right, so,
1: uh What's that, Rod, uh, the kid's name who did the, the special dance to – Michael Jackson, <laughs> yeah,
0: Rob Reigns. yeah, <laughs> Rob Reigns That's a great memory. That's a fun oh, I tell guy. that story on the Michael Jackson yeah, episode. Yeah, anyway, that's good.
1: Them. Some other shows I think we're going to do. The Pretenders are touring right now, and we're going to try to do a show on them. And we're gonna hopefully try to get Chrissy Hine on the show. That'd be great. Um, what else? Maybe we'll try to get Robin Zander to come in and talk. Yeah, I would love to talk to the
0: Zan cheap man. trick was Budokan was seventy nine. Yeah, but they were still cranking them out in the '80s. Yeah, there was some good stuff in the '80s. Yeah, but he was great
1: anyway. That's all we got time for this week. Anyway, keep up the emails. You can always email us at stuckinthe80s at tampa bay dot com. Uh, we've still got great prizes to give away, so continue to play our name that tune show, and we will be back next week. With this a, is fun. Yeah. I had fun today, Steve. Next, next time we'll wear clothes. Somebody come visit me. Visit me. <laughs> Please, for God's sake, so we can get him out of the studio. Anyway, take care, guys. Until then, we remain here hopelessly stuck in the 80s. See you later. Stuck in the 80s is produced by the St. Petersburg Times and Bay.com. The show is engineered by Dave Morrison. To read our blog, go to blogs.tampabay.com slash 80s. Email us at the 80s at tampabay.com and remember to subscribe to the podcast at iTunes. I'll be over. <laughs>